You're listening to the Post-Apocalyptic Media Podcast, your weekly post-apocalyptic news roundup. Hey everyone and welcome back to this 45th episode of the Post-Apocalyptic Media Podcast. I am your host, Sean, Senior Editor at PostApocalypticMedia.com. And uh, every time I do this, I say, you know, there's a lot of news this week. It's a big news week. Well, it's not this time. It's really not. There's not a lot out there. But there's a lot of shows going on. This is kind of like the, the, the calm after the storm and also before another storm. The calm between the storms. How's that? Uh, we have a lot of stuff that just released in September. Stuff that's getting ready for, you know, the fall stuff going on and and uh so that's all like in full swing and i'll talk about that too um but we also have stuff coming up later in the year that isn't really you know there's not a lot of details about it yet so there it's it's one of those things you can't really talk too much about but this week in particular there's only we only have a couple things to talk about um so it should be it should be interesting right we'll see how this goes uh First of all, I want to talk a little bit about what I've been watching or playing or doing, consuming as a consumer of this genre. Um, So there's Why the Last Man. I have not been watching. There is (laughs) there's uh, Walking Dead World Beyond. I have not been watching. There is oh, there's that new one, Foundation, the one on Apple. I watched the first episode, and I have not been watching the rest of it. Uh, C, I have caught up with C. C is great. I say that every time. Uh, and then The Walking Dead, of course, the the big, the OG Walking Dead that's in season 11 right now, is uh, it's doing very, you know, really well. It's actually just hit its uh, mid-season finale. And I made a separate podcast, as I've been doing lately, separate podcast all about that, uh, about that that show, that episode, and that was episode eight. Now, again, let me explain. I don't think I explained this well enough on the spoiler podcast that I do. It's called a spoiler special, and this last one is spoiler special number five. This is for episode eight. Now, episode eight is the one that came out on AMC Plus, so it's. A week ahead of you know regular AMC, the one that when people watch cable, do people still have cable? I think people still have cable. Satellite, I don't know. When when people watch it on that or AMC.com or you know whatever Roku, you know whatever you have, uh, that that episode they just released episode seven last week, last Sunday, right Sunday, yeah. And but AMC Plus had eight which is the last one that's the the mid-season finale we're not going to have another episode until 2022 which is pretty scary to think about what am i going to do that whole time i'm just going to sit around and twiddle my thumbs i guess no no probably not um so i did a separate podcast about that talked all about it spoilers everywhere the entire thing is one big spoiler and uh, if you're into that, if you're into spoilers, if you saw the episode, maybe you want to see, you know, a middle-aged guy talk about it, then go, then go listen to that. I don't know why you would want to do that. Um, so yeah, there's that that I have been watching. Uh, 
You know, I think what's funny is I'm I'm gearing up right now for Dune. We have Dune on the 22nd. Well, I actually don't have HBO uh, HBO Max, so I have to get HBO Max. I almost said HBO Plus. It just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? Like Disney Plus, AMC Plus, Discovery Plus. I have all those, but HBO Max. You have to change your mouth. HBO Max. Okay. HBO Max is going to have the Dune movie. Very highly anticipated. I am so excited for it. Although, I also have to lower my expectations a little bit. You know, once you get into these things and they're, you get too hyped up about it, you know, I'm not a super fan. I'm not a Dune super fan. I've read the book a couple times in my life and uh, there are people who read it a couple times a year and I'm sure they're going to have problems with Dune when it comes out on the 22nd. Um, I'm just going to enjoy it for what it is. That's kind of how I do things. Anyway, so that's what I've been watching or not watching uh, as far as games, I haven't really been playing. I played Encased, which is a fun, it, it's a fun game. It's very, you know, Fallout 1, Fallout 2, what do they call it? Isometric RPG, kind of that three-quarter view. It's a fun game. It has some really, really, really good writing in it. Um... Other than that, you know, I've I've played the uh, New World, which is a new the new Amazon MMO, not post-apocalyptic at all. Although it does have some pretty scary, like apocalyptic imagery, but it's not post-apocalyptic. So ignore it. Just forget I said it. Just ban it from the record. Um, but I'm enjoying that a lot. It's a really really fun game. I wish they would make a post-apocalyptic version of something like that. You know, something that's that's a, a real blast to play, like Guild Wars Two or or, you know, this game, or Valheim. I mean, that would be incredible. Anyway, anyway, for the non-gamers out there, I apologize. Let's talk more about what we can expect. Now, on the site itself, we've covered, we're, we're kind of doing this new thing. It's not really new, but we're, we're dumping the coverage uh, pretty heavily on reviews and recaps. Um, you know, I, I've been doing, well, I did Snowpiercer stuff last year. And I've been doing The Walking Dead now, and Stephanie's been doing this forever, you know, recapping uh, episodes of shows. The, when The 100 was on, they did that quite a bit. And now we're doing, we're kind of, it, it's kind of our week. You know, we have Why the Last Man, Bill's doing that. He has an episode six recap and review. Uh, I, of course, have my Walking Dead season 11, episode eight recap and review. Walking Dead World Beyond, Stephanie's been doing that. Uh, season two, episode two is out, so you can check that out. And these all, I, I'm pretty sure they have a lot of spoilers. I know mine is very spoilerific. Uh, these other ones have some spoilers in them too. Oh, and Foundation. So uh, Stephanie watched the Foundation episode three, and she is, I've, I, man, I need to catch up on this show. I was so excited for it. I, that's what I worry that I'm going to do with uh, Dune. I worry I'm going to say, oh, I'm so excited for it. And then October 22nd is going to come and go and I'm going to be like oh yeah wasn't there something that came out and then I'll you know totally forget it um hopefully not because I'm really excited for that one. but foundation episode three is out it's called the mathematician's ghost and she did a uh a recap and review of that so definitely check that out uh but that's really it for the shows that are going on right now uh I also did my youtube roundup which I enjoy, if you haven't checked out the YouTube Roundup, I enjoy doing these because 
you get to, I do a few search terms and I kind of scour YouTube for the best post-apocalyptic videos, right? And these are anything from, you know, like, a, I don't know, like a, a short film or there's a lot of gameplay videos. I always want to say that at the beginning when I write, I write kind of a synopsis and I want to say, you know what? The, when I do a search for post-apocalyptic stuff on YouTube, I would say probably 75% of it is game-related. It has something to do with a first-time gameplay video, maybe a uh, someone's doing a series and it's a part of that series. Also, there's a, there's a lot of kind of commentary videos on post-apocalyptic stuff. That's what I like. I like the short video, the short films are exciting to me because people really put their heart and soul into these short films. And even though they're, you know, five minutes long and they, they have one person in them, you know, they're usually a survivor walking down the train tracks kind of thing. Uh, some of them, are, you know, they're, they're playing more with the cinematography than the actual plot. Um, there was one actually this week that was like a Jurassic, like a dinosaur. It was called Jurassic something. is dinosaur era apocalypse. And the dinosaurs they added in were actually really interesting because you could tell they're CGI. But, you know, 30 years ago, people would have thought it was the most amazing looking thing ever. And someone did it. And I think he did it on a Moto G because um, he, he had that hashtag like made by Moto G or something like that. So to be able to do that on your phone, to be able to make a, an entire movie with the special effects like dinosaurs added in and all that, it's really interesting stuff that people are doing this. So I also have uh, in that roundup, there's a video about Gaslands. Gaslands. I, I love Gaslands. I haven't played it a lot, but I love the concept and the idea of turning Matchbox cars into little Mad Max cars, you know, little post-apocalyptic cars. And in this video here, this person actually took it a step further and made wind sails for their cars. Because if you think about it in the future, you know, gas and oil is probably not going to be as useful or as prevalent as wind, you know, which is free. So to make wind power, power vehicles makes sense. So taking these little Matchbox cars and, and adding sails on them is a really, really cool idea. Um, so it's a whole build video on that. It's a whole build video on how they made the sales, how they made them distressed, and they look incredible. It's really, really cool. So if you're into that, check that out. There's also a, uh, let's see, would the apocalypse be this bad? So this video, one guy named Prometheus Prime, he made a video saying, you know, he kind of making fun of, a post-apocalyptic game saying like, oh, this isn't realistic. And so this video I added in here is, <laughs> it's other people making fun. Well, I shouldn't say making fun, kind of nitpicking his video where he's saying like, this wouldn't happen, this wouldn't happen. These guys are like, no, no, that would happen. That's This is why that would happen. So it's kind of like a, a, double, <laughs> a double commentary. It's kind of interesting. Uh, I also have a short story called The Doorbell short film it's very short couple minutes long one person again one of those like last man on earth last woman on earth kind of thing uh it's interesting has a good little ending there and so i added that in the 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 uh, roundup now again there are so many of these you know i try to add about six or seven each week 
and there's probably closer to 20, I would say. Probably about 20 short films a week. And I try to pick one or two of the best ones. And I don't know, hopefully you agree. Hopefully, uh, you know, when you check out this roundup that you think it's a good uh, good choice. And another video, I guess this last video I have on here is uh, which country is safest in an apocalypse? Someone did an article, like a research paper called an analysis of the potential for the formation of nodes of persisting complexity. Yeah, so that was a thing. And this video here kind of breaks it down. They, they go through the study and they, they talk about why the countries were listed as number one. Um, like so, some of these top ones, they had Australia, New Zealand, Iceland. I think they had like uh, Ireland maybe. Somewhere around there, but a lot of European countries. The U.S. is not... Well, there's a top 20. U.S., I think, is 19. <laughs> so it's not very high on the on the list. I think Canada is a lot higher. I'm not sure where exactly. But you got you to check out this video and the article itself. It's pretty interesting talking about, you know, who would survive. And it's not only who would survive if an apocalypse happened, but who also is preventing an apocalypse. Like, who who is least likely to have their own apocalypse uh, in their country. Of course, the U.S. is not uh, not high on that list of, of people not having an apocalypse. I mean, you know, we're we're like front and center, uh, you know, globally for number one target for everything. So I think uh, I think it's safe to say that the U.S. would not be a safe place to be if there was an actual some kind of an apocalypse. And, and there are different different types of apocalypse. Apocalypses, apocalypti, apocalypses, and uh, so they kind of break that down and, and go through each thing. It's really interesting. It's a really well thought out research paper. I really enjoyed it. Uh, okay, moving on, we have Mad Max, the anthology, which includes Mad Max One, Mad Max Two, Road Warrior, Mad Max Three, Beyond Thunderdome, and Mad Max Four, which is Fury Road, are all now on 4k blu-ray now you might be thinking didn't i just buy that didn't i just get a, a 4k blu-ray of mad max well fury road fury road had a couple years now i think they they've had the blu-ray version of that 4k ultra hd well now they're they put all of them together the entire thing the mad max anthology on 4k ultra hd blu-ray combo pack is 89.99 US and that'll be coming on November 2nd. So save up your money because that is a crazy price for four movies. No, it's a good price. But uh what I don't understand, I've never understood this. Now, I'm sure there are people out there smarter than I am. This guy sitting here behind a mic, but how can you make 4K from something made in 1979 and then 81? You know, like how how are those older movies going to have 4K Ultra? I'm sure that there's an analog, you know, uh, film, actual film version that they had to get this off of, uh, which, you know, analog film is better than 4K. But with the artifacts in the film and all that kind of stuff, I just wonder how they're going to do it. If they cleaned it up, what kind of process they did to get that through there. Um I don't know. Yeah, Mad Max 79, Mad Max for, uh, Road Warrior was 81, Beyond Thunderdome 85, 
and then Fury Road 2015. Uh, you know, they're getting ready for that next film, the Furiosa film. And uh, we don't know. It's supposed to be like 2024 by now or something. They they keep upping the, maybe it's 2023. They keep uh, postponing when it's going to come out. But we waited a long time for Fury Road. You know, we waited 30 years for Fury Road since, uh, since Thunderdome. I was 10 years old when Thunderdome came out. And then I was a little older when Fury Road came out, just a little bit older. Uh, so, yeah, I think this is exciting news as far as if you're someone who, you know, loves to, to watch things like that. If you want to watch it on a huge screen, of course, that's the big thing. Or I've actually, I've watched the Blu-ray, the 4K Blu-ray version on a projector outside on a screen like a sheet and of course that takes a little bit away from it but you can only really achieve a really good picture when it's huge you know when it's like eight feet wide when you have uh something that originally started out as such a such a high quality image so yeah so that's you have that to look forward to on november 2nd uh, and then this other piece of news. This is interesting to me. It's kind of a goof a little bit. Now, okay, you know the way the Wayback Machine? This is archive.org. For years and years and years, I mean 30, no, probably 20 years, 25 years maybe, uh, archive.org has been archiving every website out there. And I mean every website. I mean, I, I've made websites 20 years ago that I've gone on here and looked at, and they're, they're there. Like, it saves all the revisions, and it has a nice little, uh, like, a timeline at the top. You can move it to different times. So if you're ever, like, if, you know, if you made a website 20 years ago, and like I did, and you're thinking, you know, what did that site look like? I, don't, I forgot what it looked like. I would love to have some nostalgia and, and check out that site wayback.org is where you will find that. Well, my point is, and the, the reason this is post-apocalyptic is they made a way forward machine, right? So instead of it being, I think they're celebrating their 25th anniversary. So instead of it being something where you go back and you look at actual websites and what they look like back then, they have a thing for 2046, what they think websites will look like in 2046. Now, you know, at the beginning of this, I said it might be a goof because it's like it's almost like an April Fool's prank. Because how can you really show what something is going to look like? Like what I imagined when I saw this, I'm like, well, maybe they'll take like some of the fonts and they'll change them into, you know, Blade Runner fonts or something like that and try to make it look more futuristic. But what they did was they took the site. So I went on postapocalypticmedia.com, of course, naturally, right? And uh, and I looked it up. And so what it is is it's the site, and then it has a bunch of pop-ups over it. And that is genius. That is ingenious because it's 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 probably true. So some of these pop-ups. Let me read some of this. This one has a little banner on the bottom. When you go through wayforward.archive.org, and that's another thing. It's called Wayforward Machine not Wayback Machine. So they got wayforward.archive.org and you put in whatever website you want. And so the bottom pop-up, it says site suspended. This site has been temporarily suspended pending the outcome of legal proceedings. Uh, 
Want to know more about internet usage restrictions? Learn more. Click here. So in the future, basically what they're saying, whoever made this, and it gets a little political too, is what they're saying is that um, there's going to be more restrictions in 25 more years from now. There's going to be more restrictions on what we what we see. There's going to be more uh, blockage and and kind of uh, you know bottlenecks and checks and balances and things like that for what we're going to see. Now, if you agree with that or not, I think I think it's kind of funny. It's funny now. It won't be funny in a couple of years from now when this stuff's you know coming true. To me personally, I think this stuff's only a couple of years away. I don't think it's 25 years away. I think by 25 years we'll kind of be going back the other way maybe. You know, we'll be back to to etching in stone and and stuff like that. I think we're there's a sect of people who are doing that anyway. But anyway, so the rest of these pop-ups, it's uh, this one says the content owner has made this content unavailable in your political block. Imagine that. Imagine there being an internet political block where you're not allowed to view certain things because you are affiliated with a certain political side, right? Um if I would have looked at this two years ago, I would say, ha that's funny. That's, that's ridiculous. Well, <laughs> we're getting to that point right now. I mean, I don't want to get too political, but I think it's, this is a, like a funny, like laugh so that you don't cry kind of a thing. You know, you're like, ha, 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 ha. oh yeah, they're going to block it from certain political sides. Uh uh, it says the copyright on this material has been extended for an additional 200 years. Find out more. I'm not clicking that. Uh, but if you close, you close one of the pop-ups, another one comes up. This one says your current browser or computer cannot run our content. Please make sure you have all privacy settings and firewalls disabled. That's, I mean, they do that now. Um, let's see. I'm going to keep closing these. Oh, uh, access denied. This content is unavailable to users beyond the firewall. Uh, oh, here's a good one. To access this page, please enter your biometric details. Provide a retinal scan. Provide thumbprint. I mean, they do that now. I open my iPad with a thumbprint and phone, iPhone, you know. Uh, on the side here, they have a little thing where they're... It's like live chat. And this drives me crazy. When you go on a website... And, uh, and it'll pop up and say, hi, hi, uh, how are you doing today? Is there something I can help you with? I'm like, click the X. And then it pops up again. If you need any, any assistance, let me know. And I'm like, this is, this is why I, I shop online so that I don't have to go to Ace Hardware and have some guy follow me around and ask me if I need help every three seconds. You know what I mean? Like, that's why I'm online. So don't... <laughs> Don't ask me if I need help every five minutes. I don't know. That's just me. That's the introvert in me. Um, so my point is with that is I think it's so funny that they put these pop-ups on here to kind of show where our informational content is going from here. You know, where is, uh, at what point were, will it be enough, you know, and too much? So that's why we wrote about it. Stephanie wrote about this this new thing that they're doing because it is very, like I said, laugh so you don't cry. <laughs> you know, it's very dystopian. It's very, uh, it's very apocalyptic. This one here says classified content. This website includes information that can only be accessed by users who have shared their personal information. 
And you can eat here. Choices are leave website or divulge personal details. I mean, we're there. This is a, a funny thing. We're, we're there. I mean, you go to a, a news website these days and they say they have a pop-up that says <clears throat> you can't access this information unless you turn off all of your uh, ad block and, you know, things like that. And it's just ridiculous. I usually just close those and go to another website. I don't know. But yeah, I'd like to know what you guys think about this. This kind of dystopian direction we're going in with our information on the web, on the, uh, you know, the web. Uh, of course, we, you could look at it also as we've been really spoiled with the way information has been so readily available since, you know, the mid 90s. Uh, maybe even a little bit before that, where you could get on the web. When was the web? Web started in like 93. And you could get on there and you could pretty much find anything you want, right? From then until recently. Uh, completely free, you know, it's just like an, like an overpowering amount of, of information that comes out. And now people are trying to rein that in a little bit and they're changing. I mean, Wikipedia has always been this open source thing and now people change it and you have fact checkers the fact checkers is probably the worst because it's people with an agenda who want to just change the facts to change you know how you look at things so is this really the far future no i don't think this is the far future at all i think it's very very upcoming future um so when you look at this just make sure you have some tear some uh some tears make sure you have some tissues nearby for the tears is what i was going to say uh it's pretty scary stuff but also entertaining all right so that's pretty much it for this week you know we had a few things here and there like i said it was a, a pretty slow news week it's nice to just pick a couple things and just talk about them and and uh you know see how it goes uh, next week, we have a couple things releasing. We have Back for Blood, which is the... It's a, a video game that was made by the same people who did Left 4 Dead. And we talked about it on this podcast a while back. Derek and I were talking about the the original game and how the developers kind of felt like Valve to, you know, ran with it a little too much. And they didn't get to do what they wanted to do. Well, now they're those developers are like, hey, we're going to try this again. And this time we're going to make a new... And they're calling it Back for Blood. And it's very, very much like Left 4 Dead. If you're a Left 4 Dead fan... Uh, I, I haven't played it, but I've seen a lot of videos. So that's going to be the official launch date on October 12th, which is next week. Uh, then we have upcoming after that. We have on the 17th of October, we have Fear the Walking Dead Season 7 will premiere. More Walking Dead. I mean... While we're taking that break from the, you know, the main Walking Dead, we can catch up to and continue watching Fear the Walking Dead, which will be on season seven. Um, October 19th, Last Man Down. Last Man Down is a movie coming up. Uh, and then October 22nd, of course, Dune on HBO Max. I think it's also coming to theaters. I'm pretty sure. And then that same day, Invasion which is like an alien apocalypse show that's coming out on Apple TV plus. So a lot of stuff coming up in October. It's bound to be pretty good. And you can bet that I will talk about all these things in, uh, in future podcasts as well. So 
I think that's probably a bit about it for this. Uh, remember to join our, if you're a writer, join our post-apocalyptic media first annual short story contest. This is a uh, contest that we're holding, the first time we've done it, That hence the first annual. And it's basically, you're gonna write between three and 5,000 words, somewhere around there. We're not gonna you know, dock you if you do 501 or 2999. So it's a, it's a writing contest and you, it has to be post-apocalyptic. You have to be 18 or over, and it has to be you know, between three and 5,000 words, right around there. And you get to win money. There's a $200 first prize, $100 second prize, there's also interviews, like we'll interview you if you win. We'll uh, share your, your story all over our social media. We'll publish the stories too, so you can see it. Of course, these can't be things that were previously published. So that's kind of another stipulation. But anyway, all the details, if you go to postapocalyptic.com, right there, the biggest square, right on the left, you'll see our writing contest, our short story writing contest. Um, so if you're a writer, if you're an aspiring writer, if you're an established writer, it doesn't matter. Go check this out. Send us your best, uh, your best work, and we will pick it apart. No, we'll just, we'll just see which one we like the best. So, yeah, should be fun. I'm looking forward to reading the entries along with a couple of other uh, of us here on the on the team, including Tina, who is a professional author. She's actually written a book that I'm reading right now, and I'm loving it. And I've told her when I finish that book, I'm going to have her on the show. We're going to talk about it because I absolutely love her her book. Um, yeah. So look look for all that stuff. Look for all the latest news on postapocalyptic.com. Look for the other podcast we do, The Walking Dead one, which this that'll be the last spoiler special for a while. I'm not going to do a Walking Dead one for a while. Maybe another, maybe another show. We'll see. But yeah, thanks everyone for watching. I really appreciate it. And remember, always be ready for the big one. Bye-bye.